What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Bones Brigade Audio Show. I'm Larry. With me, as always, is Matt. How are you, sir? Excellent. Awesome. Great to hear. Today, this is episode 30, and we're going to talk about the video Hot Batch, which apparently, according to the box cover, is the ultimate film. And joining us today will be Steve Sherman once again. He was on the Celebrity Tropical Fish episode. So he'll be uh, jumping on our call here in a little bit, and we'll try to get some history and fun facts about Hot Batch. There you go. Yep. So I had a couple things to bring up uh, before Steve joins us. Matt, you got anything? No, not really. Okay. No, no. I got, uh, let's see, David Spade was on Hawk versus Wolf podcast. I didn't see that yet. And, uh, you know, if David Spade and Tony Hawk are in a conversation, I bet you can guess what kind of topic came up. Mm-hmm. Police Academy 4. So if what you're else? looking for some more fun facts on Police Academy, <laughs> nothing like we haven't really heard before, but always cool to hear them reminisce. Yeah. Um, so crazy. Needs, and they also kind of talk about Gleaming the Cube a little bit. So if you need to know some some tidbits on those movies, head on over to Hawk versus Wolf. Um, Super 7's got another wave of the Bones Brigade figures that came out. Um, I think I've already lost track on how, like what's come out. Like, yeah, me too. Yeah. It's tough, man. There's always something that you, that I see that I want to spend my money on. And I have to, I have to be like, do I really need that? Yeah. I have to kind of choose wisely. Yeah. 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 But I did see that Powell has sweatpants that just came out that have pockets. Zippered. Zippered, Zippered pockets. pockets. Yeah. They took it to a new level. I know. Like, we'll, we'll show you no pockets. We'll give you zippered pockets. <laughs> Maybe you'll shut up. Yeah, because I was bummed. I got those wrap on sweatpants when they reissued those a few years back. I don't even know how long ago that was. But uh, man, I was just like, I can't even wear these because, you know, now I got keys and cell phones and wallets and yeah. all kinds of crap. But nah. I have them too. I have the blue ones. I don't remember what the which ones I have, which print is on the side. I can't remember. Okay. There's a few different right yeah yeah Two different prints mm-hmm. and that's i mean because i never wear them because they don't have pockets yeah i'm like what am i gonna do with all this crap hold it <laughs> like what <laughs> come on yeah pockets. come on give me some pockets man so they gave you pockets they have zippers on them yeah I'm they wondering. don't have the cool stuff down the legs though so no it's just a little like... embroidered logo yeah. like around the pocket area yeah oh well yeah i still might represent might have oh, to of grab course those. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. definitely definitely yeah, I got a few things from. Did I, did I mention this? I got a few things from Skate One. Um, no, what'd you get? I got that uh, Parwellender pint glass. Okay, yeah. I needed a new smoothie glass, <laughs> and I wanted to look at the screaming Nordic skull while I was drinking the smoothie, and so yeah. now I, I can fulfill that 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 goal. And I got a um, I don't know for some reason I decided I was just going to get one of those giant Supreme stickers, like okay. the big ones. Yeah. So next time I. I, you know, I usually skate that, that blank shape, that like, whatever it is, that like old school blank. Mm-hmm. So that's going to put my, it on there. That's going to be my board graphic next, next time I need to set up a new board. And then what else did I get? Did you get uh, a shirt too or something? I got a shirt. Yeah. I got that slate blue Vato rat. There you show. go. So, Perfect. Yeah. You know, just was like, I'll go buy some stuff and whatever. The Do shirt was on shopping. sale. Yeah. 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 Super cool. So one one last thing I wanted to mention is people have reached out and asked us before, when are you guys going to start a Patreon? We want to, you know, give you guys a little bit of 
a little bit of cash and that's been very nice. People like to support content creators and that's awesome. So we don't have a Patreon, but we got, we just signed up for this new service. I don't even know how long it's been around. It's called buy me a coffee. So we set up a little account. If uh, you want to support the show or just give us a little tip, or maybe there's a particular episode that really juiced you out that you thought was worth a couple bucks. You can, uh, Give us a little tip, basically, or, you know, yeah. say, buy us a coffee. So the link is in the show notes here. Um, so you just click on that. It's buymeacoffee.com slash BBAS podcast. And it's like a real simple yeah. thing. So that'd be awesome. Thank you. Uh, yeah. If anyone's interested in that, you know, like I said, some people have reached out, you know, they, they want to check us some money for all our work here. And uh, so I set that up. So, well, speaking of that and people that have disposable income we have we are getting to the finish line on getting some some merch made up yes it's getting uh, closer we've been talking closer. almost a year <laughs> yeah i don't know it's one of those things it, you know it just doesn't take a huge high priority in either of our lives but we realize it's something that we need to get done and yeah. uh we do have a very very cool shirt design that i'm sure some of you have seen we're kind of finalizing that and then we'll get those made we're going to do some stickers and some other stuff so hopefully within the next couple months we'll have a little uh little something for y'all to plunk some money down on and represent indeed indeed all right that's all i had anything else matt i think we're good man last paul peralta video yeah this right? is the last one um we'll get into that in a little bit but yeah. um so let's have steve come on so everyone please welcome steve sherman back to the show All right, Steve, welcome back. Thanks for joining us again. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. We're here to talk all about Hot Batch, which I love, like on the box cover, it's called The Ultimate Film. And this was released on VHS in 1992, and it's Bones Brigade Video 10. So here we are at Bones Brigade Video 10. And as far as I can tell, this is still a Powell Peralta video. It does say Powell Peralta on the box. I'm sure Steve can fill us in on if Stacy's still in the building somewhere at that point. But a couple quick kind of production notes from the credits. They don't really say who filmed or edited. You just get a list of the Hot Batch video crew. Yeah. Sherman, Fitz, Stesic, Todd, Carrie, Katie, James, Pat, Mike, Knight, and Keister. That's pretty much the Powell crew. Yeah. And then all the guys had their own, you know, guys filming them, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, I filmed actually a lot of this. Yeah, uh, I can kind of tell by the way your footage looks and the, the filming yeah, style you, coming you, off. Of... You see a reflector come in the background. Mm -hmm. So coming off Celebrity Tropical Fish, they were psyched on that. And they said, do another one. How quick do you jump no. into the, the next video? Well, actually, Stacy left. Okay. So even since Paul Peralta, Stacy left. So Subway Tropical Fish was his last film. And he told me that he goes, Steve, I, I want you to take my job. Mm -hmm. So this is right, right before we started filming Subway Tropical Fish. So I jumped into that and so Stacy left. So this is my first foray into it. So I was I was still living in Solana Beach, which is about three and a half hours from Santa Barbara. So I was driving there a lot back and forth. So I had this vision of Stacy going, oh, you got to take my place. You know, you're going to, you're going to be, so I'm going, whoa. So I'm moving to Santa Barbara and then this, and then I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to make some decent money. And those were not the cases. No. So basically they hired me for two grand a month to film. 
And then I had to go and then I'd go up to Santa Barbara on the weekends and between filming and then I'd have the guys come up and they introduced me to this editing machine, which is huge. So they closed down Stacy's Silver Lake office and they moved yeah, all the equipment it, yes, back to yeah. and, and then there was this editing bay there. And so I started having the guys come up and upload film to the three quarter, I think it's three quarter, what was it? The big three quarter reel. inch tape. Yeah. Not three quarter inch, it was bigger than that. It was like this, like this big a tape. So we were editing from that. So yeah, so I was up and then also it was right in the skate zone. So I could film stuff, go put it in and things like that. But um I was driving, still driving around a lot, filming, and um, I was on my own. So I was like, "Whoa, shit! What am I, I going to do?" Because I really had no experience in editing or anything like that. So mm -hmm. it was um, kind of, I was a little freaked out about it, but I just jumped in and I, I just put a lot of hours in, and it, it worked out. And then they got, we got some help on doing the final edit, pushing it, putting all the pieces together. I basically made each piece. Okay. So we had all everyone's pieces and guys would come in and we'd edit it together. We'd pick their parts and then bring their, all their stuff. And that's how it, that's how we did it. But so we had each piece together like that. Mm -hmm. so, so who chose the, the music? Was it the, was that sort of put in after the fact or did every, every skater had a choice. Every skater had a choice of what they wanted to use. And then um, I picked um, a couple of songs on um, Temple of the Dog. And um, so we're, we're there, go, wow, my God, how do we do this? So we grab it. And Fitz just goes, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to use it <laughs> and give him credit at the end. Like, like we, like we had permission and that's what we did. And we never got a phone call. Yeah. This is pretty out of the ordinary for Powell to just like, just grab, you know, popular rock music and toss it in their video. Yeah. You know? yeah I gave the guys some, I, I, I thought, well, if we're going to do this, we're all doing it together. So I kind of gave that like Wade Spire and those guys had some ideas of the songs they wanted. Yeah, it was fun though. I just remember being in Santa Barbara and spending like 14 hour days in the editing bay. And you go in there and then all of a sudden you come out at like 11 at night, you're all, oh my God, where did time go? Cause mm -hmm. it's all dark in there. And it's, um, but it was, it was fun. I learned a lot and um, there it is. And I didn't get a name in the film. Yeah, you were originally wanted to call it natural pastime, right? Yeah. National. Our national pastime. National. Yeah. And that didn't work out. <laughs> it's funny during this period too, um, I got diagnosed with diabetes right toward the end of this. Mm. I, I didn't know what was going to happen with that, but it, it worked out. It wasn't that big of a change. I was just on insulin. So I took a little time off and then they, they kind of finished. They put the last finishing touches on with Stesic and then George promptly let me go. Oh, <laughs> so I, I, I was like, Really, for that little money, you're gonna let me go? <laughs> but that's my lifetime story. I got, you know, I got, I was photo editor of of, uh, of a couple of magazines, and and they're letting me go. And I'm all, you're only paying me forty thousand dollars a year. You're gonna let me go? I mean, <laughs> uh, that's just that, that's that's that world. So I did it for a couple of years with those guys, and this is mm -hmm. the last film I made. And um, to tell you the truth, actually, I was ready to move on a little bit after that because I was just done the two skate films, and. Um, I was starting to work with the surfing world. I'm working for surfing magazine and doing a lot of lifestyle and contest stuff. So that, this is my transition before that. Do you know where they came up with the name hot batch? I have no idea. I was, okay. I was, I, you're going to call it hot batch and you're going to put it, you're going to put a soft porn picture on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's pretty, pretty wild. I reached out to uh, Jim Fitzpatrick this morning to see who came up with this idea. And he gave me quite a novel back. I'm going to attempt to read it. I love this. Fitz, I got to tell you, Jim Fitzpatrick is one of the best people I know. And he made the whole process so fun. 
what a good guy. I and mean, he's just the best man. Let's hear what he said. <laughs> okay. He's quite, he's quite a writer. So yeah, Jim says it's the convergence of two realities. Martin Nozick <laughs> ran an international newsstand close to the intersection of Highland and Hollywood Boulevard with newspapers and magazines from around the world displaying the wall facing the street. Many of the curbside customers were celebrities. One end of the display was devoted to adult entertainment. One of the magazines was titled Hot Bitches. Marty's newsstand was the subject of a short film produced in 1967 for the USIA's one-man series. I was the sound man on the film's crew. We spent several days on location filming at Marty's work. A few years later, I was part of the crew churning out as many as 150 custom surfboards for Dewey Weber surfboards. I was the glosser, the finishing coat of resin, providing a sleek and showroom gloss for each surfboard. Working in a climate-controlled dustless room, I added catalyst to the liquid polyester resin, which prompted the hardening of each batch. Within a few minutes, each half gallon batch of resin allowed me to coat one side of five surfboards before the batch went off. Hot batch it. Yep. When the batch of resin went off too quickly, it was known as a hot batch. Typically typically caused by too much catalyst being added to the resin. And the weather. And the weather can cause the hot batch to go off. Oh my God, circle. So years later, a new generation of Bones Brigade skateboarders were clearly a hot batch. So that's the story of where the name came from. And then you know what? Can so you the, tell me? the Hot Bitches magazine and surfboard resin. There you go. You can tell Stesic and uh, Fitz were friends. Mm-hmm. He, he's <laughs> they're, speaking. They're wordsmiths. Yeah. Stesicisms. You know, mm-hmm. um, and he's a historian too. Uh, that's that's I didn't. I had no idea. The hot batch you're referring because I worked with surfboard factories too, mm-hmm. so I know all that. So that's a story. I, that's the first time I've heard that. Yeah, that's pretty neat. And, and I just kept thinking. I thought I thought it was like a sexual reference. Yeah, because I mean, you see the girls on yeah. the cover. Yeah, I'm just thinking that was the idea. Mm-hmm. I think obviously because the first thing he's thinking is thinking of hot. Batch. Yeah, well, they put the A in the capital I, so you're like, is this hot bitch or hot batch or? You're oh, that's it. hysterical. Well, Fitz, yeah. God bless him. He's a I guess, and he, but he was a big part of it. Yeah. A couple production questions I had for you. Um, there's no like audio from any of the footage, you know, like the skating sounds, the grind, the wheels, it's to all just music. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of slow-mo that I noticed. We was yeah. trying to just stretch out the running time a little bit or. Uh, all the above. That- okay. And here's my thing. I was sitting and I'm watching think, 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 think fast all day. And I don't think we had the the audio. I wasn't sure how we're going to do that. And a lot of flip tricks were being invented, like double kicks and all kind mm-hmm. of weird. So the boards were doing a lot of pretty crazy shit. So I started going. And also, surf movies were all slow motion sometimes. So and Frankie Hill might have been involved with um, coming to the, the Hot Batch headquarters in there with herbal things. So, you know, we kind of was tripping, getting a little trippy on that. Now that I look at them, maybe I used too much slow motion. But at the moment, it seemed right. And um, it just, it, it was refreshing to me to see. But it was a lot of slow motion for sure. I was watching yesterday, I'm like, whoa, what was I on? But yeah. I just guys- know, I remember I made a skate video in high school and it was just like, 
whoa, I can do slow motion. I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to, it's like you're playing with your new toy. Like I'm just going to do well, slow motion, you know? Well, what I, what I figured out was when you shoot a 500th of a second on the high eight, I mean, the super, uh, yeah, the high eight, you could slow it down and it looks like photography because it, it captures, there's no, no movement. So it's mm -hmm. very smooth. So it was like a poor man's 16 millimeter. And then I figured on the machine, somehow I, I, I rigged it so I could get to slow down. We'd lose a generation, but I could do these bits. So I had a whole slow-mo reel mm -hmm. that I'd done. And um, yeah, so and I just like some of the, the stuff where the hands are dragging and the slow, and the way the guys would come out and arch. And to me, it was a little artistic. That was just my take on it. But um, yeah, I think it's cool because like you're seeing like a lot, like you said, like a lot of like real tech stuff. Yes. Like a lot of those late flips and you know stuff like that that are thrown in. It's like that stuff happens so fast that it's real easy to miss. When you watch, I think I was know? watching, yeah, a video of all these guys bringing their footage in. It's like bam, 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 bam. Holy fuck. Yeah. So I just thought it was cool to do it that way. And then um, again, I shot a lot of stuff in 30th of a second on some of the stuff to give it that super eight feel. Yeah. Because we were went from a high budget with with slowly tropical fish. I don't even know what their budget was to a zero budget. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the budget for a hot batch is $24,000. Uh, that was my salary for the year. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I, it, I got to, I was really intimidated doing this because Stacy had left. And I, at one point I figured I'm just going to do the best I can do and figure this out. And I learned how to edit a little bit and I just flew with it. And um, yeah, that's it. It was, a lot, lot of time is in traveling time too, going to shoot Eric Ricks and all the boys and stuff. So mm -hmm. it is what it is. Well, let's pop in the tape here and we'll just uh, go through this thing scene by scene. Okay. So we get the opening title card. It's set to a classical music and we get a, uh, a girl dancing in front of a, like a train or a subway to kind of- That was uh, Okay. I think Stessig built that part. And, and Stessig had this idea of, of a TV blowing up. Very, very Stessig. It's oh, yeah, movie. the TV. It looks like it's on a yeah. porch of a old yeah. house. Up yeah. on the top of the mountain in Santa Barbara. We drove all the way the fuck up there. And Craig was going to blow up a TV. And like it was a big thing. All of a sudden, he goes, it blows. I'm all, that's it? It's not going <laughs> to blow anymore? And that was the beginning. Yeah. So you were there for that? You, you guys drove up oh, yeah. to like just Yeah, we drove all the way up to the top of the mountain. So it took about an hour to get up there. How funny. Yeah, he just had some random place. And I just tell you, I love Craig Stessick. But he speaks his own language, has his own thought of sometimes, you know. And man, you just got to go with Craig and run with it. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just wait. If Craig wants to do it, I'm, I'm on board, sir. He's all like, <laughs> He was the last best to do that. So he was leading me in those kind of trippy ways like that. Very abstract thought from Craig. I will say for, for this video, this is probably the the only vestige of sort of what came before it in terms of like a you know Apollo video, like a TV blowing up. This is the only thing that that looks like anything you've seen before. It was almost like an ode to stick. Yeah, yeah. Because this is definitely like the, this really does lose anything that was, remaining of like that kind of stacy peralta production yeah. value that's that what, kind of you can imagine how intimidated i was i'm thinking yeah well, we're going from stacy to this but it was cool at least in a subtropical fish they toned it down and went raw yeah so but there was still some some bits of that sort yeah, of yeah but it didn't you know. make it look so bad so you got like a tree song in this video and you got the tv blowing up and that's 
Yeah. That's kind of it as yeah, far as, you know. Yeah. Welcome but, to the, the yeah. new world. So then we kick right into uh, Wade Spire's part. I want to know about the everyone's name is on yeah. like a street sign. Where did that idea come from? Because the, the first time you know, I hadn't watched this video in a long time, I was like, oh, wow, they found a street sign with yeah. Wade Spire. Yeah, that's that's a neat coincidence. And then it was like, oh, everyone's got a street sign. They must have manufactured these. Craig, another Craig thing. Mm -hmm. It looks very raw, the film, when I see it. And I think also because we were transferring down a couple times and things, making a copy here, you know, editing on Tuna Court. You lose a, you lose a generation there. Mm -hmm. you lost a generation on making slow-mo. But I just, went, I, I, that was my vision, so I just went with it. But it looked raw, and which is cool, you know. How was how was it filming Wade? Wade's easy. Wade's is, is super. All those guys are super nice guys, man. Wade's is fast and has he has his own stuff. Fast as fuck. Mm -hmm. And he loved he loved metal music and he was just a piece of work, you know. But I like his part how it's fast and you know, furious. You know, he's a very. That's it's very um. It's got a little bit of everything in it, you know. Yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. He's pretty overall. Yeah, he's a little yeah, bit part. Hawks mini bowl. He's at the skate yeah. zone. He's street skating. Yeah. He's on that. Where's that little tiny indoor mini ramp he's skating? It looks like it's like 16 oh, no. inches tall or something. No, it was trippy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Those guys would just come in with a bunch of footage and high eight with a bunch of tapes. Frankie Hill would come with a stack of like 10 high eight tapes. And we just start hitting you know, this part here and then I download it. And same thing with Wade. They all brought their own footage. So that I think they realized that. Without Stacy there, they're really gonna have to make sure they got their own footage, and which they, everyone was doing at that point anyway. But mm -hmm. I was, that was like, when they come in. I'm like, yes, yes, you know, I'm, okay, got the goods. You know, it's just psych them up, and then um, we go to go to it. Yeah. So this video comes right out of the gate with some Slayer, just like yeah, oh yeah, we uh, yeah, of course we we paid for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first thing I'm thinking. Oh, Slayer, huh? Yeah. yeah. And, you, and you license yeah. the uh, Evil yeah. Knievel footage? That probably won't yeah. much. And it was so punk rock. This is all, you know what we're going to do? And I'm all, okay, I run with the beer. You know, and the other one called. That's awesome. Good. I love the, uh, his part ends with that huge ollie at the skate zone off like a little that was ramp. A, yeah. That, the mini ramp. Yeah. I remember filming that. That was just a mind blower. Yeah. That was on a level of like the guns at the, uh, at the NSA contest in Hawaii where he, he jumped the gaps, you know, that was one of those like, weird angles, you know, that he, he tried a lot and he got it. It was rad. Yeah. Also noticed a little mofo cameo in there. Yes. Oh, I love, I dug that. I was like, look at mofo. Yeah. <laughs> love mofo. I didn't see, I came on trans world in the middle of that. So I met mofo through the skate contest and for some reason, mofo liked me a lot. So I immediately, also, because I would drink beer at the contest with him or shooting, but he was um, yeah, I, I love Mofo. He he was an iconic guy, you know. And to get his stamp, I think was cool for me that he he was okay with me being there, you know. Like you know, everything's clicky and that kind of stuff. But um, sure, having Mofo or Stesic on my side really just opened all my doors. There you go. Yeah, that's some heavy uh, heavy company right there, man. Yeah, well, they, they all knew I, I was a famous skater from the seventies. <laughs> there you go. Sure, skating, you know. So that, that got me places sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on. Who's hot, bitch? <laughs> you got that funny little scooter segment too in there. Is that Wade? Yeah. Is oh, that yeah. Wade on that scooter? Yeah, I thought 
the Benicia I, skate park. Yeah. yeah, Benicia, and then the girl shot her just going along. We tied it in. Yeah. Got some more evil can evil footage, like Larry said, that you undoubtedly licensed and yeah, we paid for it. Used it that with, was Wade's yeah. idea to he won evil can evil. I'm all let's do it. Damn, I, dude. I grew up, I'm I was older than him, so <laughs> so I'm like, fuck it, evil can evil, let's use it. <laughs> yeah, this part's rad. It's a great opener. Yeah, I thought like, so. it's a no, perfect opener. It was yeah. a perfect opener. The well music, rounded, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was really happy with that as an opener. Uh, at the end of it, I'm like, God, this is good. And this kind of sets the tone for the whole way the whole thing's gonna look. Yeah, definitely. And sound and feel. I mean, it does. It sets the tone for the whole video because you know, there's a lot of like Larry said, there's a lot of there's some lots of metal and shit like that in this video. And yeah, it was let the, I said let the guys express themselves. Yeah. This is a good this is actually it's funny because like there's some shots of like some kids rollerblading. You could see in that one segment, and there's one who is it McNatt that skates to like Super Mario World. No, that's Pat Brennan. Pat Brennan. Pat Brennan. Yeah. I'm sorry, Pat Brennan. Which is it's very fucking brilliant. That's amazing. It was almost like we edited it to the to, to the music, but yeah. like came out the end of all, wow, this works really well. <laughs> but talk, yeah. talk about an artifact from 1992. Like you got inline oh. skates, you got Super Nintendo, you got you know. It, it was very yeah. yeah. It's great. I, I, I found a black and white eight by ten of that period of all sitting in Frankie Hill's house. They're playing video games. It's bits is there. We got 40 ounce malt liquors in our hands. And I looked at it. I was like, oh, wow, that, that sums up that era, you know? Yeah. It was trippy seeing everyone waves in there and Frankie and, uh, and yeah, the whole, all the boys. So awesome. All right. Up next is Lance Conklin. And this is feels very, very of the times. You're starting to see the kind of skate fashion of that era, like cut down shoes and the yeah. when you would cut off the bottom of your pants and kind of make them a little bit like floods and frayed, Flood yeah, frayed. frayed them out. You know, lots of pressure flips, low techie nollie heel flips and stuff. And it looks like this has got footage from California and Florida. I went to Florida, shot her. Oh wow. Yeah, we went on a little tour with um, Stesic, and we met Bucky there. We picked him up in Baltimore, and then we <laughs> we had God, we had like three weeks. We, we drove all over the East Coast, and drove to Florida. We uh, we dodged. We had a hurricane Hugo hit us. It was one of those trippy things. But we went down and shot Lance in Florida, which is cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And his last trick, uh, really, I guess that's why this is his last trick. He does a no slide heel flip out, but he's like yes. kicking it. Usually when someone would use their back foot to flip it out of a no slide, but he still uses his front foot, which is really hard, I think. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, you're right. I just noticed that. I was yeah. just kind of looking at it right now. Yeah. It's super gnarly. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, he was He was so gifted. You know, he, he was pretty easy to shoot, too. He was a high percentage shooter guy. You know what I mean? And so this is the era where you you sit down and get your high eight and you start filming and it's like it's like you know Groundhog Day. Ever so many attempts on things, so many attempts, and you just got to be patient. And um, you go the whole day and get one clip sometimes because you're trying, but they're trying really difficult things. So I understood that, but it um, I found patience I didn't know I had. Sometimes this is when a lot of ads started taking. Uh, you know, like a sequence from the film, the the video grabs where they yeah, instead of that was a big deal in the magazines, but that's why we started shooting in five hundredths of a second on video to freeze it. 
Mm-hmm. But the first thing they learn with frame grabs is if it's shot at like a 60th or a 125th, you get movement. It's not a sharp. But um, I remember that was a frame grabs because we were wasting so much. I remember shooting like tech tricks on film. And I go, three, three, and at the third one, if it's, you don't make it, you pull the film out and expose it and throw it down. Yeah. Wow. So it almost got to be kind of theatrical. And then I just put the fifth or sixth rod to them and just throw it down. So these guys would look over and there'd be this pile of wasted. Oh. And I did, and, and they, I, they, you see it. They were feeling the pressure too, you know? But uh-huh. that's why it was easy. You, you try to waste maybe like six rolls and it'll stop. But that was, that wasn't common to have waste like, you know, so I guess you get like, you know, you know, 24 attempts or something with film and, and try to film the whole thing from start to finish. So, you know, you try to get a 10 shot sequence. So, um, but that was part of that thing where you just had, you had to wait for it and be patient. But um, with high eight, that just changes all that. Next up, Frankie Hill. And this is kind of a classic. I mean, it's kind of what you come to expect from a Frankie Hill part. You know, you've got handrails, gaps. He's ripping the skate zone. Yeah. He's got some classic hand drags in there. I love Sketch. There's so many sketchy landings. <laughs> Middle of the board, both feet super close together. You know, what I mean? you oh, yeah, at the all, end all, of all it. All I think about was guys watch this nowadays and going, whoa, that never would have made my video. Oh, you know, dude, for sure. There's tons of that, you know. And, and, but that's what made it kind of, it's like the same with, I, I like my rock and roll kind of rough and not perfect, you know, and that kind of the same thing. And Frankie had a personality and you could see every, his hands were his personality and, you know, he'd come out of it. He, he didn't surf, but he actually had a very surf style, very smooth and fluid. We, we, we do those laybacks and stuff. And, mm-hmm. But uh, that's the first thing that's coming to mind. I'm like, wow, this wouldn't fly nowadays. There's a lot of that in this video. Like, you know, or um, it's a flip trick down some stairs and and the board lands way before the, the guy lands on it. Kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where like, he just yeah. kind of... <laughs> a a just lot of lucky. boards yeah. bouncing off banks. Yeah. Weird ways of boards bouncing around. and Yeah. Yeah, Pat Brennan had a couple of weird ones where you're like, when you see mm-hmm. a slow motion, you're like, whoa, what did the board just do? It flipped and they did a little tail tap tail that comes up and a lot of board flippings. A lot of, yeah. A lot of, and stuff that's never been done. Well, this Frankie part, man, <laughs> dude, it's so, it's killer. God damn, he was so good. And what a, what a shame that it, this, he didn't kind of make it too far past this point. And what, when did he get I, injured? Oh, what happened? He was, he was all in this gap. And uh, this little thing in, in Santa Barbara, I was there, and he hurt his knee, and it was a good one. And, yeah. And he, I, I have a shot of him just crying with his ice on his knee. And Frank, Frank had a pretty good, he had a good threshold for pain, obviously. Yeah. But it was, it that was probably kind of the end of his. Yeah. It was just too much. His knees had taken so much damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of his strongest parts in my mind. Yeah. I mean, he's you know. he's tech, and he, God, I just now I see him on his Instagram. I'm so to see him again around doing stuff. And I think, do you know? I think the deal was that when he retired, that his body was so. I think George told him that here's what I'm going to give you for your retirement. I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for your dentist schooling. Oh, cool! That's awesome. And they paid for his school. That's really cool. He became a dentist. Yeah, that's great. That was, that was very cool. Yeah, very cool. As Frank had this this. The way he talked was, he was like, he had his own little language too, you know, and he's a measle, he's a those weird shit with his hands. And he was like a cartoon character. A lot of these guys are cartoon characters, you know, like 
Frank was one of my favorite people to hang out with and shoot because he was so positive and funny. Yeah. He's so fucking funny, you know? Dude, half this video or half his part is just him like annihilating that pyramid at the skate zone. Just, oh, yeah. He, he's he got so that. many very, dude. Oh, that pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> he's sitting there all day doing shit. And yeah. I was like, wow. I did yeah. notice there's a couple clips from Long Beach and San Diego. Yeah. It was interesting to see him out of Santa Barbara because yeah, once I saw that, yeah, I was like, wow, you never really see like yeah. Frankie in LA or anything. You no, know? I know. He kind of was a homebody, but he came down for some reason. Did you have a lot of the guys to get traveling around together? Because I noticed like, oh, you know, like Cab and Chris Sen and, you know, yes. are at EMB and, you yeah. know. So Sometimes, you're... yeah, I'd, I'd fly to shoot someone somewhere and, um, Bring yeah, a guy or two with something. you or yeah. something. Yeah, I get a couple of guys, but a lot of it was just mostly one person, you know. Mm -hmm. Just go out and meet him up, and we just knock out as much footage as we could. And uh, I drove my truck with my reflectors in the back. <laughs> this guy's just used to laugh at my reflectors. They just thought that was the funniest thing. But then when they saw it, they're like, wow, this looks different, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Well, dude, I, I like fucking idolized Frankie Hill when I saw band like when band this came out like 89 yes. 90 he was like my favorite skater i, I just thought he was the, the coolest he was like, cool, he was like a rock star he was a rock yeah star. yeah because you know why he had so much personality and yeah. it came across and the way he skated was the way he was yeah and, yeah as i said he's one of my he was one of my favorites of that era that's and, cool yeah i just love skating she went in fast and, and he was low he always get low yeah and that's what was the surfs. And I, I couldn't believe he didn't surf by the way his approach was. He had his hands low and, and cool stuff. He just had a good style. Definitely. Right after that part, how Matt, you were saying, you know, the TV is kind of like the last little bit of, you know, yeah, style of, well, the, the next thing they always have uh, a little graphic, always practice safe skateboarding, mm -hmm. which kind of, I, no, I, I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, practice safe sex kind of i'm guessing from kind of like yeah. the box cover theme you know kind of thing sometimes they having they'd be doing stuff they'd be fixing stuff and i'd be down here and the stuff would just show up i wasn't uptight about that i was like come on this is everyone's film I'm, you know yeah, yeah. it's just weird because it's like the only one you think it's maybe kind of become a they might do it a couple more times but it's like the only only yeah, time right. you get a little thing like that so i don't yeah. know it seems a little out of place just having the one you know that's, that's yeah that's great Craig just he does the opposite of what you know he's he, a very abstract thought and, and you know and there, there's no rules the rules are there to be broken mm -hmm. I learned from him a little bit Craig man he just talks like in this crazy you go there and go here and you just like wow it took me a while to, to speak Stesic <laughs> you need a, yeah you need a translator you do but uh, he's brilliant, you know. I'm just—I was just thinking of him. I was thinking of him yesterday. I go, God, man, thank God for Craig. You know, <laughs> I so much from him. He was such an influence on me, on my my photography and my skate photography for sure. Just the grit and the way he saw things, and you know, he's an artist. He wasn't a skate photographer. He was an artist who shot skate photos. You know, yeah. So, so brilliant about him, and I was just so happy to be able when Stacy left. That, that Craig was going to stay on salary with George for a whole more year to get, you know, and so I, I had him there for me, which is felt good. I'm sure. 
All right. Next up is Pat Brennan. He's got kind of a short part here. And Matt, you're the Nintendo guy. What song did you say? Or this music is this is uh, from Super Mario World. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. This is like the first. I mean, you can. It's literally someone just playing just Super playing Mario the game because you can hear the, the jumps jumping and you can hear when they get gets Yoshi and all that. It's the coins you know. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's it's a '90s flashback when you see Dude, that. Totally. Yeah, it, I think a few fresh. people have done Nintendo. I know Jeremy Klein and Rubbish Sheep has, and then I'm not, I don't know what song it is. Um, yeah, I can't remember. But that's pretty yeah. cool. It's probably him playing it, right? Or you guys recorded probably it that, somehow? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how he, I'm sure he came up with it and he took the audio off something. He played it. Yeah. It's super funny. It sticks out like a sore thumb, but like in all the good and all the best ways. Yeah, as I said, the thing was, it just said, it looked like a brilliant edit, by the way. You do a flip trick or a 360 kick flip, and it'd be, and I'm yeah. like, oh, God. <laughs> Stacey used to talk about um, editing and rhythm. And Stacey, when I was first doing Subtropical Sub- Sub- Fish, he told me about when he figured out how to, how to edit rhythmically, changed everything. And um, but that was a, that was like one of those beautiful mistakes where it worked without me. Yeah, I didn't have the skills to do that. So yeah, so. But yeah, Pat is still progressing and very you know, at the forefront of street skating here, just like in Celebrity Tropical Fish. You know, you've got all the new Nolly Switch, Late Shove It variations. Yeah. But a quick, quick short part. Do you know why it was ended up being so short? That's a good question. He just didn't have. I'm not sure. I know. Was he kind of transitioning out of skating already a little bit at that point? I, I think he was transitioning into fast cars. Okay. Uh, he loved rice burner cars and fast cars. And you, you could tell and that's, and he actually ended up dying in a, in a car crash. Mm-hmm. So, but that was his passion. And so he was like a Pasadena, you know, street racer guy. Mm. And, um, that ended up being his demise. But um, I do know that that was, that was his passion. So did you film this part? Um, a little bit. Yeah, I can tell the Steve. I know the style now when I watch it, I'm just like, that's Steve, that's Steve right there. And then, you know, I'll call the yeah. other stuff, like the Brocam submitted footage. Okay, yeah, it's pretty obvious in this Brocam. Yeah. Um, I did a lot of following stuff, though, which mm-hmm. I thought I was so to see again. You know, I had a big um, SMA longboard with big red Kryptonics from the 70s that were soft and I think would roll over anything. So... I was actually pretty good at following, doing the whole thing, which mm-hmm. was, it was just fun. You know, I like doing that kind of stuff. That's cool. Do that like he does that like kickflip, like late kickflip, where he yeah. kicks it down and he bashes yeah. the the tail off. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like bounce back up, kind of thing. Dude, it's yeah, crazy. It's crazy. Like, yeah. it's crazy good. That's that's why fun. that that's why the slow motion is so good in this video because you see shit like that that. It might otherwise just look like a late, kind of like a late yeah. clip. I think dude, that's, why I, that's why I kept going back to it. I kept, and it's good now when you look at it in a historical pers- you know, perspective, it shows what was going on. Yeah. Because the yeah. board, I mean, it was like, wow. It's just, it was mind blowing. Yeah. He, he like kicks and he, and he, and he like kicks it down and it like the back, like the tail, like just right yeah. on, the, on, the, yeah. ra- on the rail, just like. I think of all the clips, I watched the video last night, that one stood out. I'm all, dude. Wow. <laughs> It's so good because like no nobody does that shit anymore. Nobody, you know what I mean? Like that that's like an Andy Anderson trick, maybe now. You yeah, know, yeah. I'd be the only dude who could do that, but like I met Andy Anderson so good. for the first time last year. I did oh, yeah. I was over at um Colin McKay's house and I met him. I'm all 
dude, this guy is unique. I love this guy. Wait, yeah. super positive, really nice guy, but he, he expresses himself. Yeah. He's unique. Yeah. yeah, dude. He's he's one of my favorites to watch these days. Yeah, me too. He's just a totally different approach than anybody a else. Approach. And then the helmet thing. It's all good. It's all good, but it's like it's very yeah, it makes him this even that much more like a iconic guy. Like, yeah, it stands out. Yeah. Stands out. My friend um Jim Goodrich. You know Jim Goodrich is the skate yep. photographer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We heard a lot of him in like the late 70s in La Costa and uh know pretty well so i've been watching him on instagram again lately and he still shoots with him sometimes oh that's great interesting to watch jim and his evolution with them with those guys and shooting he shoots that guy a lot well cool that's good that they hang out you know Mm -hmm. yeah that last trick in this part though where he does like that oh the lip segmented down the the lip slip yeah that's super cool so cool man i wrote wrote that one down too yeah that was another sherm film Yep. Yeah, way too short of a part. I agree, Larry. Yeah. Way too short. And then we transition into what seems like the longest part in the video. We've got Chris Sen. And uh, I guess this is his third appearance now. We see him in eight in Celebrity Tropical Fish. And now yeah. here we are in Hot Batch. Yeah. Good part. Fastest yeah. part. Yeah. Love shooting him. Nicest guy. Um, I went filming him up at his place where we live in like. Grass Valley. Grass Valley, yeah. I went. I went. Just went for a, a two-day thing with him and shot a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'd and always he, get skate photos, skate photos of him. Yeah, he he made out whenever I'd film with him. We always get shots in Transworld for some reason. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was very. We nailed it like that, and um, that's another thing these guys had that I was working for Transworld still. So I, I we get a lot of photographs from like Frankie Hills. Part from Celebrity Tropical Fish was all about his pro spotlight and transport. Mm-hmm. So, well, on the back cover of Hot Batch has your sequence of Chris doing like that board slide down the yes. handrail yep. there. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, did you shoot the EMB stuff for Sen for Sen's part? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, was that an intimidating scene to be around at that point? Because that seems like when EMB was starting to become like the epicenter of skateboarding at that point. Um, wasn't intimidating for me. I yeah, I mean. You've been around. You've seen it all already. I've been around those guys. I knew all. I've gone to San Francisco a lot. I had a girlfriend up there in the, in the middle of the 80s. So I was I was there a lot. I hang out with Debo and and Tommy Guerrero. So I felt pretty comfortable there too. You know, pretty hard to intimidate. Also, I was like six two, two hundred pounds. So <laughs> fuck with me. Yeah, no teenagers you know, are gonna. I'm come older. Yeah, I'm a yeah. big surf guy. He's gonna be you like. Know, I like being in the city though. I, I love the edginess of being like something about filming the city. He's getting in trouble, running from cops and shit like that. It was, um, you know, jumping schoolyard. <laughs> I tell you, yeah. he, just, he couldn't believe it. He, at his age, he was still ju- jumping schoolyard fences and shit. <laughs> yeah. This is the first part of Chris. I think his other two parts, he's mainly just in Grass Valley. And here he's like, you know, we get to see him in all kinds yeah. of different cities, which is cool. I'd run into him places, you know, during skate contests or something, you know, or up in San Francisco. So I was able to get some more stuff like that. You guys are really getting wild at the, uh, was it San Marcos school in Santa Barbara? It looks like, I think every guy in the video has got tricks from there. So I'm guessing everyone was there together. Those were gold. Yeah. You can tell you got the reflectors out at that one. (laughs) 
God's reflectors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, what is that handrail school? Is the handrail is that Santa Barbara? The one yeah, one? the double, you yeah. know, you hit a handrail. God, man. I got Eric's doing a front side um, blunt, mm -hmm. nose blunt down yeah. that, which was like fucking gnarly. I mean, I couldn't believe that trick, but it was all filmed. I did it slow motion, you know, the whole thing. And yeah, that's my last vestige of slow mo with filter stuff. Chris's last part is like a slow mo from uh, what's he do? Like a switch 180 down the first yeah. set and then yeah. pressure. Flip. I love it. Yeah. 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 I I really like that that edit that shot yeah it looks pulled, great pulled it back and i pulled it in and so yeah that was one of my, i i think that's probably my favorite shot of the whole video nice simple the dog it was yeah. you know grunge that was right in the middle of the grunge era yeah it was just that's hitting right. just hitting you know and, and simple the dog just came out so we, we just grabbed it let's grab that song i like that song excuse me but yeah chris was another guy fun guy to shoot with fast High percentage guy made a lot of stuff, so it, it's really satisfying when you're filming and you're getting lots of clips. Mm -hmm. Some guys are just trying a lot of technical shit, and they're having days where they end up, you know, focusing their board and shit. Those are the frustrating ones, you know, like they break their board and they're over it. So Matt, you were gonna comment on something? Oh, I was gonna say there's a part in in Sen's part where it looks like he's skating. It looks like maybe it's a demo or a small demo, but there's like it's a, it's almost a, it's like at night. And in the the ground looks like it's like black light. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? There's like a. Do you know what I'm talking about, Larry? It's yeah, yeah, I know the footage. It looks like it looks like it's like a outdoor session with like some kind of just jump ramps and stuff, and like the, the ground is super like it looks like Tron ground or something. Yeah, like that. it's like, weird. All, like glow like in the dark weird. lines or something. Yeah, I don't know if I guess maybe you didn't film that part, but it's, it stands no, out. It like it literally looks like they're skating in like the Tron world or something like that. It, it, I don't know. It's weird. Like it, here, hold on. I don't know if you can see it. Oh yeah. That it's hard to tell, but like the, the, the floor is like glowing. It's like, do you, do you know what I'm talking about Larry? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. It's almost like yeah. it's like a black light floor or something like that. It's super crazy. Yeah. It's cool. Maybe like a roller rink or something has that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It looks like it's black outdoors lights, though. Black lights. Yeah. Black lights could be. Yeah. Yeah. It's I just didn't know. if. The, oh no, it is indoor. What is this place? I don't know. It's crazy. I just didn't know. I didn't know if there was any backstory to that. If that was like some weird oh. demo at like a, yeah, like a, yeah, like a black light roller rink or something like that. Have yeah. To shoot, I don't really have to shoot Chris a DM. Yeah. That's crazy. That was 30 years ago. Yeah. yeah Wait, nuts. You don't remember every single detail about this. Come on, man. I, I have, I do. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I, I'm amazed at how well I do on stuff. And some stuff I just, I just could, I was flashing on that. I'm a holy shit. That was 30 fucking years ago. My kid was crazy. Cool. Yeah, but it's cool. It's, it's cool to have a piece of history like that and be a part of it. What I really enjoy is talking to you guys about it because I, I normally wouldn't get to do this and and, and re, relive it. Yeah. And as I said, that's why I was, I was a hot batch. I'm in. Let's talk about it again. You know, but it was fun yeah. watching it. And I watched it and I went, okay, I have, some, I have some memories of that now. So I think a lot of these videos from this era, you know, they tend to get sort of lost in the yeah. in the shuffle like this there's so many nowhere, coming out yeah and there's they're nowhere near the notoriety that the videos had that you know oh. the original bones brigade videos the first six seven of them yeah yeah so it's cool to go back and watch them again and see how good they are and how gnarly the skating is and i know that we've had people you know reach out to us after we've done some of these episodes on the later videos going like 
I forgot how good this video was or yeah. I went back and watched it because I listened to the podcast and I can't believe how good this is. So it's cool. Hopefully like this helps, you know, kind of bring some people back around to these, you know. Yeah. We even had someone out. write in and say celebrity tropical fish was their favorite video of all time. Well, there you go. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm something I really couldn't want to mention just to give a shout out. It was really heavy on my birthday. Um, oh, passed away. Yeah. Oh, that was on your birthday? Yeah, it was a day oh, for man. I mean, talk about an iconic person that had so much influence and stuff on people. And um, and he just loved skateboarding. If you would ask him, how do you want to die? That would probably, he was, he, he'd probably go, I'd be okay with it. You know, he slammed. You, did you know the story? Yeah, I think so. I wasn't, no, you know, Kurt, well, like. Slammed. He fell. And he actually cracked his back. Mm. Oh my God, he had, really? He had a really heavy injury. And so he went to his car and his, his wife said his, uh, his big heart couldn't take the injury. And he just he had a heart attack and passed away. Wow. wow. But O is from this era. O is from this era. O was everywhere. O was still everywhere. Mm -hmm. But I uh, just want to give a shout out to him, man. I love that guy. And he's just, um, it's very sad. But and he went, he went down the way he wanted to go. You said that's how you want to go, slamming. He, he would probably have been okay with that. Wow! Wow! I did not know that. Yeah, he was at the skate park right here at Pods, and um, oh man, wow! And and he and he was skateboarding a lot. He, he was skateboarding all the time with Jeff Amet from from Pearl Jam. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Jeff lives in Lacadia now, and um, but and so they session at they session at Pods all the time. But anyway. I just wanted to say a good thoughts to, about O. Yeah. Shout out man, to O. Oh man, he just did so many cool things. Thanks, guys. No problem. <laughs> of course. Yeah. All right. Next up, Adam McNatt. He's kind of got a little bit of a shorter part compared to his yeah. other previous video. And he's skating the Chuck Tree. So we get a little bit of a drip of earlier yeah. Powell flavor right. here. Great song, dude, man. Yeah. Such a good song. One thing I noticed, his board is really, really small in this in this video part. So you got to get those tiny boards to be doing all these crazy flip tricks, I guess. And he's got you know, his wheels very small. Yeah, and his pants are big. And his pants are big. I think we're just about there. I mean, the next <laughs> video is really yeah. when he's no shirt on. It almost looks like a cartoon. Yeah. I know. It's like his bottom half is double the size of his. Yeah. Torso. Yeah. 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 It's almost like a, a David Byrne thing from <laughs> So I was still in high school in 90, you know, 92. I graduated in 95. And I remember when the big pants thing came in and, you know, they got so obnoxiously big. It, it was almost like it looked like it was a competition. With, yeah. It looked like they were walking around with skirts on because you couldn't even tell where the <laughs> it just it looked you like a see skirt. their feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God, skate fashion! I'm telling you, these dudes that might have on their best day had like 28 inch waists were buying like 42 inch waist jenkos and like just cinching them up at the waist. Cinching them up, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and baggy jeans came. You know, we went from buying 34s. I was buying 38s and just belting them up. And yeah, and I'm older too, but I just had to be influenced by that, you know, and like skate the whole skate look, you know. Yeah, I, my son still he kind of wears like baggy jeans with like frayed cut like that. And well, dude, it's kind of coming back a little bit. I go, you're so nineties, dude. And he laughs because he just you know I said, dude, that was a big deal. Mm -hmm. 
that whole look, hillbilly look almost. Yeah. yeah. But uh, let's see, Adam, he does a couple pressure flip late shove it's that yeah. are pretty cool. He does one at yeah. the skate zone. Yeah. He does a pressure flip to no slide down the handrail at the skate zone, which was pretty interesting. Yeah, he's yeah. got a lot of late stuff tossed in there. Mm-hmm. There's one he does, I think it's like on the roll in. It's like from the top of the rolling ramp looking down. Yeah, the pressure flip, yeah. late shove. Yeah, that was cool. Late shove, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. really cool. Yeah, that was the perfect angle for that one. That was cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, but very tech, low curb skating. Yes, yeah. Got some follow cam in there. Steve on the longboard. Follow cam. Oh, this is a great part. Yeah, great part. Dude, McMahon. I wouldn't say like underrated, but underrated in the... I don't know. I, I still, you know, it's way, I, I, whenever I think of Adam McNatt, I just don't think about the Powell stuff. I think about the, the later stuff, the one Oh one and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I was I just know. trying to think if this is the last we see him in a Powell video, he might, might be. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. That would be the end for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, everyone was kind of, that was the evolution. This is the first time Tony hadn't been in the video. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And I, and I just filmed a lot with Tony. So that was a kind of a trip too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next up, Steve Caballero, and God bless Steve Caballero for continuing to grace us with these video parts. This is so, you know, at the at the, at the time, I don't know, it just seemed normal, but now I'm just like, oh my God, thank God, you know, Steve Caballero, we're still ripping because a lot of yeah. these contemporaries were were gone, you know, guys from oh, the '80s, you know, most yeah, of them. Yeah. Miguel of them. didn't have a part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. But um, I remember going, we had zero of Cab, of cab and I, I knew Cab pretty well. And he said, hey, just come down. We're gonna, we need to do your video part. We just made it happen, you know? It was just quick, and um, it was him. It was beautiful. Yeah, he's got a lot of tricks up at the Kennedy Warehouse yeah. ramp. Yeah, skating like the street course and the vert ramp and the mini ramp. And he's still progressing he's very of the time you know he's got all the you know nose blunt slides and dude he's got a ton of stuff yeah Tons big spins stuff. and pressure yeah. flips all impossibles yeah. like he's yeah. still fully in the game in 1992 for sure dude. yeah we absolutely scratch. we started that video part from scratch yeah mm-hmm. nothing he had nothing so we just worked on it and we got it it was cool legend and as you'd expect from cab like another just super well-rounded part there's yeah. you know transition He's killing it. It's of all time, man. He's just so he and just, uh, he's just amazing. He's still at it. Mm-hmm. It's so rad that he was able to. I, we've we've talked about this before, man. But the fact that he was able to hang in there like he did, yeah, and not just get lost, you know, just get forgotten about like some so many of the people that were uh-huh. skating just a few, you know, and and he's he's killing it. Like he's just he's like he's just keeping up with the flow. And you gotta think like. He was, you know, he was there when some of the people he was skating with in these videos were embryos. You know, he was in, he was skating and ripping and like to be, and he was still, you know, I don't know, man. There was a point where like everybody, everybody back then from the 80s was just considered a dinosaur. Yes. Even though they were probably in what cap was probably what 27 in this video or something, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I was skating on back in the day and he was younger. Yeah. By about three or four years so but you know just yeah, dude he's like i was just like you know i i knew that he he was able to keep the pace but it's like if you like we just did the um the powwow at powell uh review that just came out today and you know there's a lot of dudes in that video who were who skated in that contest 
and they were they were still good and Larry and I commented on it, but it was like they weren't really doing like some of the the hot you know the tricks of the day that were in style. They were ripping, but they weren't doing a lot of the tech flip stuff. And right. and Cab was just hanging in there and doing it, man. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. What a so good did, what did you good. film this part? Yes, I did. You filmed the whole thing? I think so. I'm, as I much yeah. I remember a lot of it. Yeah. They said we started from scratch with nothing. And we needed a video part. And so he came down to the skate zone. And I think I might have gone up to San Jose. Yeah. So we did it from scratch. It was cool. Filmed yeah. the whole thing with 30th to give it that old look. And we just knocked it out. Yeah. We get it's to awesome. see his uh, 540 Melon here again, yeah. which is awesome. And he's at EMB, which, fun fact, you know, that's the second, you know, in Animal Chin, he's at EMB. So that's here he right. is again. Yeah. And at Fort Miley. Super yeah. cool to see him like street skating yeah, we, in San Francisco. Yeah, we, yeah. Fort Miley. I remember that. That was mm. in there. Fort Miley. Is Fort Miley still around? I I, I don't know I why. So. It had to be. Yeah. It's right that weird little spot right there. I skated there in the year 2000, I think. Oh, did and you? I, yeah, and I went up there, and there was two cop cars parked up there, and I was just like, oh man, because it's kind of like a bust or whatever. And I was just like, oh man, I gotta, I have to skate here. So I went up to these cops and I was like, look, I probably sound insane. I just need to skate here. Look at, look at my driver's license. Like where I'm from, I've come from a long way to come skate here. And they're just like, okay, man, just give us a few minutes to leave. And they, they that drove, drove their cars out of there and I got to skate it. Yeah. You always think I love a story where a cop has a heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so rare with skateboarding. And there's very little stories of skateboarding with cops with hearts, you know? Yeah. Okay. I like how you just pled your case to them. And yeah. they're like, yeah, right. me too. Listen, yeah. listen, look at my license. Look where I'm from. You know, yeah. Do you know how iconic this spot is? All right. Any final comments on Steve Caballero before we just, turn um, the page here? It was just always easy to work with him. And, and we were close and he was just cool, you know? And, I just, he's, he's, he's a gift, you know, skateboarding. Yeah. True professional. True he's probably got the perfect career, I would think, in skateboarding. Yeah. And he lives down here now. I don't really see him much because, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he did. He has, and I think he's done well, you know? Oh, mm -hmm. for sure, man. I mean, God, just on the, the vans, just vans alone. alone. Yeah. Vans alone. Yeah. But yep. the fact that he's still with Powell to this day, that's so pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty amazing. Somebody had to do it. And it's, Steve yeah, Cabo. that's why I kind of say the perfect well, career. You know, he just stayed loyal. Yeah, and to be skating, at, I mean, I'm really kind of blown away at these guys who are skating in their fifties. Mm -hmm. I mean, at, at that level of still skating, right pools and stuff. And I don't know. I I, I tend to think I I think I could do it, but I, I'm not willing to pay the consequences. You know, it'd be fun. I I see the pool pausing. That'd be fun. Let's do front side grinds, and but then I'm all then I'd get hurt. I couldn't surf. I'd be pissed. But those guys are going, still going strong in, in the 50s, which is amazing. Well, Cab's almost 60. Yeah, dudes yeah. are going to be hitting 60 soon, I think. I mean, he's 50, he's yeah. 58. Yeah, right turn, man, I turned I turned 60. Yeah. This month, and so it's um 60s. It's, it's not what it used to be. It's, no, man. It's a different place to be 60. You know, it also also has to do with how your mind you perceive it. But um, I see a lot. Of, I see a lot of my of my uh. My friends, and I go, dude, you you look like you're 70. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that saying, like, skateboarding is the fountain of youth, right? It really is. And it really is. It, it really is. is. I still skateboard. I'm like Tony Alva. Tony oh Alva. 
Perfect example. Yeah. Like the oh, dude is still out. He's still out climbing fences, draining pools. And doing frontside grinds. Frontside airs. Front, yeah, dude. Yeah, I just, you're right. It's absolutely. Yeah. Surfing skateboarding is definitely a fountain of youth. But it's the California thing. You know, you just, it's like Peter Pan. We're all Peter Pan. Yeah. yeah. But right now it's like we're, we're, we're watching how far people can push it. Like yeah. You're, you're seeing it right now for the first yeah. time ever. Yeah. Like, no one seeing, knows yet. No one knows how far, how long you can go. But I mean, how old is Tony Alva now, or or Steve Alba? Like those guys have to be. How old is Tony Alva? He's got to be in his sixties, right? He has to be. No, yeah, no, no. He's, Tony's probably he's probably sixty four. Yeah, at least I'm sixty, and he was probably like four years, five years older than me. So no, he's like. I love him, man. He's so stylish. Yeah, Tony. He surfs. He's passionate about his surfing. And uh, and skating too, you know. And I, he's he's surf skate relate is so alive with. Him. Can you? But you could when we were younger. I mean, when, you know, Larry. Like when you were a kid, when I was a kid, you could never have even imagined a sixty-eight year old or sixty-four year old yeah. skating a pool. You, it was inconceivable. Like yeah. you know. Yeah, I remember I had a friend who was 20. I was like, he's still skateboarding at 20. This is nuts. 20, yeah, yeah. Or th- and then 30 and then 40. And then it's just like, yeah, you don't ever have to really stop. You mm-hmm. can just keep going. Yeah. My friend, you know, Kyle Jensen, you remember her to him? Yeah. Del Mar local, Del Mar Skate Ranch local. And we were to, we, we skated a lot together. And and he is still skateboarding now. He got back into it. And now he he's at the Y and he's skating all the time. And he's like 60 years old. That's great. Dude, that's great. Crying up on those guys. But I do know they break their ankles every now and then. I hear you know, so it, it it's cool to see. This is an uncharted territory. It is. It really is. Yeah, you're seeing the first generation of, of skateboard, skateboarders growing into their later years. And they're just going and going. And it's like, what what's going what's gonna to stop? you like is anything gonna stop you like is there any reason to think tony alva won't be doing this when he's 80 like i don't see any reason why unless his body just decides yeah. he can't do it anymore but your dna <laughs> you know and we, we your body's physically able to do it and take the consequences of a slam right that's a big deal mm-hmm. slam really hard in yeah. your 50s, 60s. your body is one of you know like look at oh i mean he was a big guy yeah and he slammed hard and that's just part of the deal but um but you hear about people who don't skate that are like 65 and they fall and they break their hip and it's just like they're whatever and their 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 life is over and then you you hear you see these dudes who are 65 and skate and they're slamming in pools like it's nothing and they're getting up and you know and you're like it's the fountain of there's there's all that's all you can say about it it's the fountain pretty gnarly (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) That's not a gnarly one, man. He's so, I love it. It's so cool. And it's uh, amazing, man. Yeah. It's it, yeah. it, it, skateboarding is the, the one little specter of life and sport that's trippy. That, yeah. That, then you got my friend Kelly Slater, who's 52, who is still, he's still one of the greatest servers of all time and is on tour. Oh, wow. He won a contest at the age of 50 against 20 year olds. So, so that, that's, that's that amazing. So that's uncharted territory too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we hear from people on this show, you know, who have written in and like are getting back into skateboarding in their, in their forties and whatever. And it's just like, yeah, dude, just keep going, <laughs> you know, 
so many people that stopped, you know, and they, and they wish they never had. Well, wish they had all these. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I think now in the society we're allowed to do. People are, are healthier, maybe, and, and their bodies are taking be able to take it. But um. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Shit. Start skateboarding and you'll live forever. Yeah. Start skateboarding. That's yeah. Eternal. Eternal. <laughs> All right, so moving on, we've got a couple amateurs up next. We've got Lauren Manzer and Justin mm-hmm. Yates. Yep. I wasn't familiar with Lauren. What who is he a Santa Barbara guy? What, what do you Barbara. know about him? Santa Barbara guy, top amateur guy. Nice. Yeah, he's only got four quick tricks here. Yeah, yeah. I was probably filmed those and got mm-hmm. them or something. Yeah. He, yeah, he's he was... got that last trick. It's one of those board hitting the ground and bouncing around before yeah. his feet. <laughs> His feet make it to so the So much board. of that. Yeah, it looks a little. I know. It's interesting. Tricky. Yeah. Like a one in a million type thing. Those guys are all friends of Frankie. Okay. They're Frankie's guys. Yeah, Frankie's guys. Yeah. Nice. And skate park guys, you know. Mm-hmm. Todd Hastings guys. Okay. Yeah, we see Justin. Where do we first see Justin? Is it in eight, Matt? Where he's got that little, he's the only guy in the skate zone part that like gets his name like on the screen for some reason I think oh yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. which i always thought was interesting weird yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah god that's right i think it was eight yeah that mm-hmm. must have been it yeah and for the closer we've got eric ricks so in his second video appearance on powell he he's got the ender here so who was choosing the order was that you or did someone at powell make suggestions or yeah, I'm sure I was giving some suggestion with that. But also, it was probably pretty obvious just looking at the parts, you know. Uh-huh. We all knew Wade's part was going to be the opener. That was just... Yeah, perfect way to... It's kind of... Uh, I'm just thinking out loud here. Like, Frankie Hill at Bit Band This, very explosive, like, high-energy mm-hmm. part. And the Wade part here is kind of kind of like that, too. Yeah, great, Frankie's great. was mind-blowing. And mm-hmm. that was a game in the gap. Bing! You know, it was like... yeah. I get goosebumps when I think of that part. This is good. I think Eric Ricks, I love his style. I think he just looks good on his board, smooth and tech. Yeah, he used um, easy shit. A lot of that was on that handrail. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, he, he ends with that nose blunt slide down the handrail. Yeah, which was just, I got good I got good stills of that sequences. Yeah, I think was, that was an ad, right? I think yeah. they used that as an ad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he, he was, um. yeah, it was cool. He's just... That kid, it was natural. It was a natural. And then I don't know if we see him. Maybe we do. I don't know. I haven't watched the next. You know, I'm kind of watching all these videos again for the first time. They're not as seared into my brain like the the earlier videos where I'm trying to think if we see Eric in the next video. Yeah. I can never remember in these later ones where. Yeah, the I get them kind of mixed fall. up. Yeah. 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 As I said, I moved on. This is right after, right after I got this out. It was... um that was it and then i i went over and started working for uh todd swank foundation oh nice so I did some films for him nice closer down here and had my high camera my little money maker <laughs> there you go <laughs> man any comments on any eric rick stuff here yeah just i mean you know it's a great closer and and again like a very nice snapshot of the era like larry said like lots of you know sort of figuring out how these tricks work and this is like I mean, dude, there's so many gnarly tricks, like that huge nose blunt on that, like his ender is so mm-hmm. good. But I mean, like, yeah, like it's it's funny to watch these these videos and see these tricks in their infancy. A lot yes. of them, you know, trying to figure out how, how the, me- the mechanics of them are still getting kind of worked out. Yes. 
Yeah, uh, you're right. You know, so it's cool to see them. A lot of these tricks that you know that Eric is doing, and a lot of these dudes are doing that for the first time. For the first yeah, time. basically for the first time, and you're really kind of starting. To, you're seeing them in their very, very earliest phases. Yes, and, uh, it's awesome though. It's, it's yeah. really cool to watch. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's what yeah, that's what I'm proud about this one. Also, the slow mo kind of slows it down, so you get to see it, and yeah. then you see how they weren't landing perfectly sometimes. They were just kind of scared. But just the fact that make it, that was only be in the video. We do. And there's a few shots where the dudes are like, you can tell they like are stoked that they like look at the camera. They're like, did you get yeah. like Yeah, yeah. hands yeah. up in the air? Like what the yeah, heck just yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah, You know, and it was well, like, well, I don't want to go watch that. Yeah. Because you know, <laughs> it wasn't a guy. He's like, oh, thank you, God. You're like, yeah. It's like they executed the trick. The landing was inconsequential. Like as long as they rolled out of it, it didn't matter how the landing looked, you know? <laughs> now, if it's not just super tucked bolts, you know, yeah, yeah. landing with, and I've seen like dudes, you know, you you watch like Andrew Reynolds and shit like yeah. that. And he'll do the gnarliest trick. And if he just like puts his hand down or something like that, you know, or he just doesn't like the way the landing looks, he'll be like, yeah, no, they crazy. don't even consider it a man. They don't even yeah. consider it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's cool. You know, it's awesome. Yeah. I love this. Love it. Well, it's so. the same with the rock and roll analogy. Like when you see a band, I like the, the garage bands or rougher bands, like the punk rock stuff where, where it's, it's a little rough, but that's what makes it good. You know, totally yeah. real. Yeah, for sure. And that's what, you know, Frankie and those guys were doing, you know, like, it's just great. The, sorry, what's up with the let's talk about that the 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 tie the ending credits so it looks like Someone's how is just that pulling done? just a, is that like just a piece of paper and somebody pulling it like i don't remember that part that's what it looks like to me yeah yeah, yeah. It's I, I think i think that's a fitzpatrick okay mm-hmm. yeah Fitz did that for sure that's awesome There was a few interesting things here in the credits that I want to talk about. So they kind of like list the pros and there's some that aren't even in the video. So Mike Frazier, Nikki Guerrero and Bucky Lassick are listed as on the team, but not in the video. So I'm guessing maybe, you know, verts on the way out, like, uh, we don't need all this vert skating. Maybe the, or maybe there's other reasons. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure why. And then they list some amateurs that I was even kind of surprised some of these guys were still considered on the team. Jake Bradley, Mike Dare, Paulo Diaz, Rick yeah. Fullard, which I wasn't familiar with him, and Dom Kekic. Yeah, Paulo Diaz, boy, he was good. Yeah. I like the kids, yeah. Um, yeah, but I guess he's still on the team. We haven't seen him since Propaganda, like two or three videos yeah. before this one, so I don't know where no, he's I don't know why. That's interesting. Maybe this didn't, you know, everyone's growing up doing things and that period of time they had no clips or whatever i don't know mm-hmm. i don't think paul had another part after that either but i used to love going up shooting him yeah paul la go to the la kids and doing around doing stuff you know mm-hmm. and God, i was writing for him every you know that whole cr- click of crew you know or pal kids you know yeah those are just a couple kind of curious things in the credits that i noticed some of these people that i didn't even know were still on the team but they're listed pretty interesting mm-hmm my memory's fogged at why those guys wouldn't be in there because I would have loved to shoot some of those guys. You know, and Bucky, I was friends with Bucky and I'm not sure. Maybe we're transitioning from Powell. Maybe they're getting ready to move. Um, let's see. So after the credits, we've got a little bit of a bonus here. We've got some footage from the Powell at Powell contest at the skate zone. We've got Wade Spire, Steve Caballero, and Chris Sen, who uh, Chris Sen did win this contest. And Matt and I have covered this contest 
in uh, detail, which is the episode that came out right before this episode. But it's cool to see some different angles of these guys that uh, aren't in the other video. That was put in after the, the Just, whole edit process. Yeah. That. yeah, and it's a little more produced than the the powwow video because they kind of cut between looks like they got three cameras running on it where the other guy is filming it's just like home movie style yeah i don't remember that part yeah. I mean, some of that stuff's just it's like, i can't say i can't believe it was 30 years ago yeah, yeah that's crazy well i was telling larry earlier I'm, I'm glad that they included that segment at the end of this video because it legitimizes the fact that we covered powwow at powwow which is not a powwow video yeah yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> we're sort of like eh, you know whatever we'll do it you know about that so yeah. yeah yeah i thought it was interesting though so chris send wins and the announcer says uh steve's going home with 1400 bucks and i was like wow first place is only 1400 bucks i think you get last place in a contest now you probably get like five grand or something <laughs> yeah mountain dew wasn't involved yeah no monster <laughs> energy drink yeah. money or whatever yeah, the energy drinking money. Yeah, fourteen hundred bucks for first place. So that's about it. There's one quick last shot of a TV getting smashed out, and I think that is kind of like behind the scenes footage of the TV blowing up in band in the beginning of Band This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah just Which think I think they've shown that in another video somewhere. Maybe I don't know. Call me crazy. I need to make. I should do a montage of all the TV explosions from all the videos oh greg, yeah greg loved to blow up tvs man <laughs> yeah i mean who wouldn't he, he was so into it i'm like wow okay <laughs> okay then dynamite he had dynamite and shit <laughs> really power problem video <laughs> all right so there it is hot batch Another well, one. Yeah, in the I can. want to thank you guys for having me to do these. I thoroughly enjoyed talking about this to you guys. Yeah, oh, we. Man. I mean, we thank couldn't do so it much. without you. You brought so much, you know, knowledge and well, behind the scenes tidbits. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's been fun to look back and watch it and think about it. I'm I'm proud of that era of, of doing stuff like that. And I, you know, it's just um skateboarding in my life. You know, as I said, I'm a skater and surfer for life. It's still at sixty, I still do it. That's Somewhere. awesome, man. All right. Well, yeah. dude, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. It's, it's so cool to hear the the details you know that's that's the best part about doing this is just hearing like the behind the scenes yeah. stuff and it's just, the little things right you know, it's intimate yeah yeah for it's sure intimate and it shows yeah. you it's photojournalism that's what i do for a living yeah. I, I'm, I'm a photojournalist that's my basic thing so i yeah. i i have good i have good memory for stories and i have lots of stories that's what it's all about man i've I heard think, some of the i funniest. think i'm gonna do next 10 years i'm gonna tell a bunch of fucking stories all right. <laughs> <laughs> <That's good. laughs> okay, guys. Awesome. You. All right, Steve. Thank you so much. I'll keep you posted on this. Okay, you guys. All right. And there he goes, Steve Sherman. Man, our guests just disappear back into the the guest black into hole. The void. Yeah. Well, Steve is a you know, is a two-timer. So uh he's he's climbing the ranks of the uh, repeat guest yeah. uh, roster. Mm-hmm. It was super great to connect with him on Celebrity Tropical Fish and now Hot Batch. So he was leading the charge on those videos. Super cool. Yeah, very cool. All right. Thanks again, Steve. We will talk to you soon. But Matt, I think it's that time, right? What time is it? And now, the Bones Brigade Audio Show Mailbag. All right. So we're back with the mailbag and we got a few 
few hot ones this week. Yeah, we got one coming in from the UK, and uh, this is from Mikey M. And he writes, hi, from the UK. Absolutely love the show. The detail's incredible. I wanted to add something to your episode about Police Academy 4. I think you were saying that there wasn't any real reference to the skating in any of the official promotion, etc., for the movie. However, I have a Japanese press book for the film, which does include a full-color still shot of Cab doing the hand plant off the wall alongside various celebrity shots from the movie. Nice. Keep up the good work. I look forward to every episode. Thanks, Mikey. That's cool. Yeah, we spoke about that a little bit, how... You know, it was not, yeah, it, was yeah, it seems out. to be in our world. The only, you know, what is talked about right. yeah, is the yeah. skateboarding. <laughs> and then it was in like no way, shape or form used in any of the advertising or promotion of the movie, but it'd be cool to see that Mikey. Well, actually <laughs> check this out. It? I went on Google last night and yeah. typed in uh police Academy for uh Japanese press book. And boom, and there it, it is. Yeah, is that right? It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet. Well, maybe we'll post it. And it's some even on eBay, and I was tempted to hit a buy it now, but I have yet to do that. Okay. But it's, uh, it? it's a, I don't know, 25 bucks or something. Yeah. But it's a photo. I don't know if you remember. I think it's the first skate scene where Cab does that invert on the wall. Yeah, sure, it's of course. Just a, like a screen grab of the mo- of the the from the movie. Okay. Kind of thing. But it was cool to see. It, was pretty, it looked pretty cool. Hell yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's out there. People can Google it, or maybe we'll get one and put it on Instagram or something. There you go. All right. So we got Jeremy K, who I don't think is Jeremy Klein, but hey, whatever. And yeah. he writes, hey there. And this is a long one. This is actually, a, I'm going to preface this. This is a, a really in-depth one about the um, rough cut of eight. And so <laughs> he's going to, here we go. It's cut. back. It's Tenth back. episode in a row. It's back. Yeah. It's okay. back. But we got some insight from Jeremy, and he says, Hey there, hopefully this is coming off in the helpful tone that I intended. I love the show. I work in video post-production and have done so since the late 90s. I think you're right that what you're probably watching is a rough cut of the video. During this era, editing was done on videotape. The footage isn't all in a computer editing in Final Cut or Premiere. Footage is brought in on a videotape, then you pick a shot, mark in and out, and then record it to another videotape. It was totally linear. You built up the entire thing like this one shot at a time. It was very time consuming, and if you wanted to change a shot in the middle, everything after it would have to be redone. If you wanted to move a sequence from the beginning to the end, it's a complete redo of that version. If it was shot on film, the film was transferred to videotape, then edited in this way. The edit was output, then color corrected, then the final mixed audio was added, then duplicated. Every step on a different videotape. Each cut of the video would be shared on tape with others involved in the process. The lack of audio in some sections to me seems that the audio mix for these sections was not complete and had yet to be added to the cut of the video. Rough cuts on VHS were sent to other people working on the show. There was no QuickTime or even DVDs at this point. Copies were made to send to the audio mixer, composer, producers, and anyone else working on the show to get their notes for the edit or so that they can begin to prepare their work on their part of the production. It's a good bet that over some time, these rough cut tapes got mixed in with the final version and were sent out, especially if this was purchased sometime after the original release of the show. Perhaps they used these tapes and put in a test version of the artwork for the videotape box, which is pretty much what we, you know, sort yeah, of speculated. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I love the show. Post-production skate nerd checking in. Cheers, Jeremy. So thank awesome. you, Jeremy. Yeah, thank yeah, you, Jeremy. That's pretty detailed. Yeah, I mean, you know, 
who knows what the real answer is, but I think that seems to be the most logical thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, somehow they it's just... crazy how many, you know, once you as a kid you bought a, a skate video on VHS, how many like generations had already like been dubbed down, you know, it's kind of crazy. totally, yeah. Uh, once again, the rough another, cut, another hot just, take on the rough cut. The rough eight. cut has come back, yeah, it will, like a it just won't go away. It's like a zit. <laughs> People are fascinated by it, they are. But thanks, Jeremy. I mean, it's really cool that you took the time to write all that and that obviously you have been following the saga of the rough cut along with us. So that's yeah, awesome. For sure. Thank you, Jeremy. All right. Then we got one more from Mike S and he writes, Hey guys, love the show. Your animal chin episode got me all psyched up. The Johnny rad episode was great too. All of them are super great. And Oh my God, the Chuck trees epic. That guy <laughs> is one of my all time heroes. Thanks for bringing back great memories and filling in all the gaps of info. It's super duper exciting to get the nerd out. So you are welcome. Thank yeah, you, Mike, for writing in. Yeah, thanks for writing in. And I would agree with you. Chuck Treese is one of my all-time heroes as well. So there we go. Boom. Excellent, excellent. Is that it for this week? We had two in a row that ended with nerd phrasing. Yeah, well, this, this is a this is a post-production nerd show skate for sure. nerd, and then we had the getting the nerd out. So hey, yeah take it yeah that's it we're gonna call it on the mailbag this week all right if you would like to be like these awesome folks that wrote in it's easy for you to do that you can just go to our website at the bones brigade click on our contact page there's an easy form you just type in your message hit enter boom we get it instantly that's how it all works so everyone go check out hot batches you if you have not seen this video or seen it in a long time you should go check it out and uh send us a message what you think about it and uh we'll get it on the air for the next episode it's, it's way better than i remember to be honest with you i was i was psyched i was like I, I would say i liked it a little bit better than celebrity tropical fish really interesting i would say that yeah okay yeah. it's it's interesting to kind of watch these kind of later 90s ones now through i don't know i'm kind of watching them through a different mindset or a different completely eye kind of yeah exactly exactly yeah. a lot of my my preconceived sort of you know whatever the the way it had been back then i was mm -hmm. still i was like hanging on to a lot of that you know yeah i didn't want the fishtails to go away <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like so there was a part of me that was sort of resistant to a lot of the change that was going on in skateboarding back then, even though I was, still thought it was good. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so a lot of the, the videos kind of back from that era, I didn't, I don't know. I just, they were a little, I was a little soured on them just because I was sort of like stuck in my, you know, late eighties mindset. And, you know, going back, like you said, and watching them now without any of that sort of clouding your judgment on it. Yeah. Um, they're yeah. a lot better than remember. Yeah, I kept buying them. You know, the the earlier videos were just so important to me. It was still enough that I'd be like, oh my God, a new Paul Peralta video. Like, I got to get it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just trying to capture that magic once again, you know? And right. then sometimes being like, oh, I don't know. Something's lacking. You know, it's just, it's <laughs> yeah. just kind of weird. But these would definitely be in the rotation of the times, but not as, you know, there's just so many videos coming out in the early 90s that- yeah they didn't have the the longevity of you know the earlier videos to me oh, I, right you know yeah. yeah and you know paul videos had a certain aesthetic about them that was starting to go away and they had you know the, there was a lot of videos in a row that featured 
many of the same people. And when you get, you know, you got through five or six, seven videos that had a, a, a core group of people in them with other people coming in and out. Uh-huh. But by the time you get to a hot batch, it's like, where'd everybody practically go? nobody yeah, left. All, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's so, you know, it's just a kind of a weird thing to see a Paul video that doesn't have, you know, any of the, yeah, no Tony sort Hawk, of Mike McGill. No right. Right. Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. But still good. Definitely worth watching. And, uh, definitely. you know, and this might be the, the most wild box cover art too for, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty racy. Well, there you go. All right. We'll leave you at that. And, uh, Matt, anything else we want to toss in? We're good, man. All right. Just, uh, put, put the, put a bow on this one. Stick right. it under the tree. We will be back soon with another episode, but until then I'm Larry. I'm Matt reminding you to never stop searching for chin. Have a great night.
Yeah. Hold on one second. Tia, you got to lay down. Tia, my dog's in here. Tia, dog in here. Yeah. Hey, listeners, you're listening to Larry Ransom scold his dog right now. <laughs> yeah, just lay down. Okay, God, this <laughs> little like futon couch, just trying to get her to settle down because he's got these, we got hardwood floors and she's like clip clap with the nails on the. You should stick this at the end of the. Yeah, maybe I the will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.